Hey guys, welcome to the In the Game Room podcast. This is Alan, and I am in the game room tonight. It's been a while since I've been out here, and it's been even longer since I've done a podcast, but I am back. Um, many of you probably are aware that in November, uh, my dad passed away, and uh, then, of course, immediately after that, we started getting into the uh, holiday season here, and you know, this is where a retail business, things get a little crazy. So dealing with all that, dealing with my father's estate and everything, and dealing with the business, and it's just been a crazy, crazy time. Uh, we're, we're finally mellowing out here. Everything is kind of calming down, getting back into the flow of uh, normal business. Um, so... That's why that's why I haven't been doing any podcasting. It's just been too crazy and too busy. But uh, we're back. Um, business is still going great. Uh, we just added another laser cutter to our shop. So we have three now uh, running all the time. So that's taken some pressure off, you know, increased our ability to keep up and even get ahead a little bit. So everything's good. Uh, it's been a it's been a difficult couple of months for a lot of different reasons, which I just explained, but uh, but it's all good now. Um, <clears throat> so there's so much to catch up on uh, because it's been you know two months away from from you guys. Um, let's do a little bit of uh, updating as far as upcoming events that are going to be important to the podcast, the audio and the video podcast. Um, and that is uh, February 8th through 10th is LVO, the Las Vegas Open. A uh, pretty big convention in Las Vegas. Um, it started out as a, uh, as a 40K event, I believe, years ago. But it's grown into uh, more of just a general miniatures wargaming uh, event. Still really big with the 40K guys. Um, but there's a there's a big bolt action tournament. There's a you know a lot of different a lot of different games going on there. So that's going to be fun. I'll be there all weekend. Um, I'm signed up for the bolt action uh, tournament, but uh, because of recent events, I haven't been working on miniatures lately. I haven't been playing lately. I kind of don't feel like I'm ready. I've never done a tournament before, to be perfectly honest. I played a lot of games, but I've never never done a tournament. So I'm not sure I'm ready to do my first tournament at LVO uh, when I'm not really ready. So I might be backing out of that, um, but I'm still going to be there. Um, and I'm going to be doing a lot of podcasting and just meeting friends. Uh, my good buddies, Paul and Harrison from Scotland are going to be there. They're going to be playing in the tournament, so I'll be hanging out with them. Uh, so it's going to be a good time. I think at least one of the guys from Warlord USA are going to be there. Um, I was just with them last earlier this week in uh, Phoenix. I was at their office talking to them, and one of the guys, Che Morado, uh, said he's going to be there. So that'll be cool, too. It's always a good time with those guys. Um, so after that, the very next weekend, February 15th through 18th, is Orcon in Los Angeles. I've done a couple of podcasts in the past from Orcon and sat down and talked with the, the guys there on the podcast. So we'll probably do that again. That's kind of cool. And 
Except both of these events are going to have a lot of uh, video content for the video podcast, so that'll be good too. Um, I'm, of course, I'm a vendor at Orcon, so I won't get a lot of gaming in, but I'll try to get some in in the evenings. Um, whatever happens there, I'll bring you guys the news. So that's the events that are coming up in the next month. Um, there's so much news in the in the miniatures gaming world. I don't even know where to start. Um, well, let's start with uh, with Warlord Games. They they are on fire right now. They just came out with uh, a new game called the Warlords of Erewhon, and it is a what I describe is a fantasy war game. It's not a role playing game, and it's not one of these big huge battle games where you have you know hundreds of miniatures it's a they're calling it a war band scale they're talking about um sides with you know maybe 15 or 20 guys per side at the most and they're uh split up into you know smaller squads four five man squads three or four squads that sort of thing um but it's fantasy it's it's you know you're goblins and elves and dwarves and gnomes and humans and monsters and things like that. So it's kind of D&D-like without the silly role-playing. I say that jokingly because I know there's a lot of people that love role-playing games, and I used to. I used to play a lot of role-playing games, but I'm just, I've moved out of that phase. I'm not into that anymore. So, so actually this game really interests me because I still like the fantasy aspect of, you know, goblins and orcs and dwarves and all that kind of stuff. But like I said, I don't, I'm not really into the role-playing thing. So basically it's a war game in a fantasy world, which is kind of cool. To make it even more cool, it's based on the game mechanics that are used in, uh, Beyond the Gates of Antares and Bolt Action. These are things that I'm familiar with, so learning this new game system is actually going to be really super easy. I'm sure there's, you know, plenty of differences as well, but the basic, like the activation, uh, you know, with the order dice and things like that, all that's the same. Um, so that's, for me, it's going to make it really easy to learn. You know, I don't, I don't have an awful lot of time to devote to new games when they come out. I, I want, I want something that I can learn quickly and just get right into and play. So I, I think this is going to be a really cool game. Um, I don't have any miniatures for it. All of my D and D miniatures from, you know, 40 years ago, uh, they've all gone somewhere. I don't know where. So I'm gonna have to put together some small force. I'm not sure what skeletons or orcs or something, and and I'll give this game a try. I think it'll be fun. Um, so that's really cool. That just came out this week. We have it in the gcmini.com store. We have the book, the uh, rule book. We have all of the different factions that are available so far. Um, we have the factions that are available from Warlord. They're also reselling uh, miniatures from other companies. I think uh, Frostgrave or Fosgrave. I'm not saying it right, but there's a, there's a couple of the other companies that they're selling miniatures from that go along with this game, and we'll be carrying those too um, next week. Um, which leads me to another cool thing about this game. This game is is just the rule book. The rule book is all you need to buy from Warlord. If you if you already have your own miniatures or you want to buy miniatures from somebody some other company or even miniatures in a different scale, it's totally up to you. The only thing you really need to get from Warlord is 
the book, just the rules, and it has the it has the faction lists and things like that in there, which is kind of cool. There's um, other game companies out there that uh, make games that kind of try to force you to buy their stuff. That's not the case here. It even says right in the beginning of the book, you know, bring your own miniatures. You don't have to buy miniatures from us. Just play this game. And that's kind of cool and a, and a bit refreshing in this market. Um, like I said, they're not they're not trying to trap you into their ecosystem where you have to buy their stuff all the time. So that's kind of neat. Um, also from the same company, as long as we're on Warlord right now, Cruel Seas has been out for a little while. It's a 285th scale World War II naval skirmish game uh, based on... Uh, combat happening you know close to the coast it's not out in the middle of the ocean with aircraft carriers and destroyers and things like that no it's it's close to the coast uh, torpedo boats submarines merchant vessels things like that and that has been doing really well the first sort of wave of products sold out almost immediately and they just released a second wave um, which is a a couple of new navies, the Italians and the Russians, which just arrived at our warehouse today. So we have those in stock, too, at gcmini.com. Um, and we've restocked with the starter sets and the books and all that stuff that immediately sold out before. So all that stuff is here now. And that is a really cool, fun game. Um, I haven't played a proper game yet, but I played a couple of turns just against myself, just so that I can kind of learn how the game works. And it's really quite easy to play, and it's really fun. The uh, the, the markers they use, the, the wake markers they're called, um, which designate the speed of the, v the vessel and things like that. It's, it's a really cool system how they do it. Um, and that game also, it doesn't use order dice like bolt action, but it does use a system where you're drawing dice out of a bag blindly so every boat on the water goes in every turn but we don't know what order they go in because it's random as you're pulling these dice out or markers out so that's that's kind of a cool thing there um last but not least from warlord is their new uh 28 millimeter u.s army starter army and u.s airborne starter army for bolt action uh, the U.S. Army Starter Army they've had for years, but they've just re-released it with the new U.S. Infantry Sculpts. So that's it's basically an updated U.S. Army Starter Army. Um, they never had a U.S. Airborne Starter Army before, and now they have that as well. So those are a couple of cool new things. There's a lot of new stuff um, for Bolt Action recently come out and coming out. Uh, we've talked before about the, uh, the all the Western Desert stuff, the, the DAC guys and the 8th Army guys. Uh, there's a new pack coming in a couple of weeks called uh, British Commonwealth Infantry. Uh, and that's going to be real interesting because it's, it's basically the 8th Army box, but with different head options for like uh, LRDG and SAS and uh, a few other, I think, Australians, I believe. I hope I'm not wrong about that, but several different options for different Commonwealth armies, so that's going to be kind of cool. Um, a couple of new battle mats came out from Cigar Box. Uh, actually, I'm not sure how new they are. They're new to my store because we just started carrying them because of Cruel Seas. Uh, we've got a, a an island mat and a 
beach, I guess it's just called a beach mat, which can actually be used together. So you can create like an island with ocean around it. And then on the other side, you know, it goes onto a beach. So those are kind of cool. You can, you can find those at GC Mini also. Um, they're, like I said, they're perfect for cruel seas. A couple of new buildings that we've come out with at our company, uh, six millimeter Tudor style buildings. Um, we've just released some of our most detailed models we've done to date. Uh, one of them is a design that I did myself and another design uh, that I had done for me by a fella in Italy um, who goes online as the Lazy Forger. You may or may not have heard of him. He does some really great sculpting work and he did a building for us and uh, that's available now and it's I've posted some pictures of it online, and some people have actually written me and said, are you sure? Is that really 285th scale? Is it really 6 millimeter? Because it because of the level of detail in it, uh, the, the sculpt that uh, the Lazy Forger did for us is awesome. And, of course, the, the resin casting that we do here in a, in a pressure casting system gives us really, really great results, and we're able to capture all that detail and not have any bubbles or any crazy stuff like that. So it's really, really a, a cool. Well, both of these are, are cool buildings. Um, if if you go to the GC Mini site, you can search for 285 MEV 119 and 285 MEV 131. Those are those two new buildings that we've just come out with. Um, and what else is new from us? Uh, there's oh, just just tonight, just tonight released eight new 28 millimeter. Uh, Afghan style hovels. These are just real small, basic uh, desert buildings, Afghan style. These are great for any 20th or 21st century desert setting. You know, World War One, World War Two, modern times. Um, you know, bolt action would be perfect with the Western desert. Um, Specter Ops is a cool game that these could be used with. So those just came out tonight, eight of them. These are designs that we've had for a while in 20 millimeter, and I believe most of them in 15 also. But uh, we didn't have them in 28, so we've upscaled everything and you know redesigned them and done what we need to do to make them 28 millimeter. They're uh, laser cut MDF kits, super simple to assemble. Most of them are just four walls and a roof, and uh, inexpensive, just very basic, simple hovels just they're not they're not fancy buildings they're just little structures um so what else is there let me see here what have i been working on i haven't been working on much that's that's uh, to be sure um because of everything that's been going on lately but i have been managing to get a little bit of work done on my uh my british commonwealth army the indians the six um, I did an entire box, which is 30 guys, and uh, I make this mistake every time, and I've told you guys this before, when you're doing a game, you know, whether it's bolt action or whatever, if, if, if there's army lists involved, make your list first, 
figure out what your force is going to be, and then buy the miniatures to to do to do that list. Um, I, I don't do that. I just opened up a box of 30 miniatures and I started building them, and they all came out great and they looked good. And then I started putting together a list, like I always do, and discovered that I don't have enough of these, I don't have enough of those, you know, whatever it is. In the case of the six, it was uh, mostly just, uh, you know, standard guys with rifles. And that's another thing. I, I do this every time. Every time I do an army, I like to do all the really cool weapons, you know, the SMGs and the. Uh, assault rifles and whatever you know I forget that you need a lot of guys with just regular rifles so that's what I ran into with the six and not only that the when the Western Desert book came out there's a uh, a national a special special national rule or special rule national I don't know what they call them a national characteristic for the Indians um, I can't remember the name of the rule but basically it says when you create your army, you get one free 10-man squad with rifles. So there's another 10 guys with rifles I need. So I, I, had, to, uh, I had to bust out another pack, another 30-pack, and start working on those guys. So that's I've been working on them, and they're they're coming along slowly. But uh, you know, I don't I don't get a lot of time to just sit down and paint miniatures. So it's taking quite a while, but they are coming together, and they look awesome. I, I think the the new uh, Eighth Army pack from uh, from Warlord it, it just really look good. Um, they have a lot of character to them. The poses are really cool. The faces, you know, everything. They just they're just really nice miniatures. I'm just really impressed with them. Um, what else? I think that's just about it. I just got a I just got a cool display case for all my uh, twenty eight millimeter vehicles. I'm gonna have to do a uh, a video podcast to show you guys that. It's I bought it from a guy on Etsy that makes them. I say a guy. I'm not sure it's a guy. It may or may not be. Um, but this person on Etsy that makes them just sort of custom. You you know specify how many shelves you want, what space between the shelves is, the depth of the shelves, and overall size and everything they have all different sizes available and then it's got plexiglass doors on the front it's really quite cool a lot of people i think use them for displaying like die cast cars or matchboxes and things like that but i got one that was a proper size for most 28 millimeter vehicles and i've got most of my armies and most of my most of my vehicles up in it right now i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna mount some led sort of track spotlights pointing down at it so it'll look really lighted up and it'll be cool so i'll do a uh, i'll do a video podcast on that so you guys can see it and i'll when i do that i'll let you know the company that or the person that makes them and you know if you're interested you can get one um they're not terribly cheap but they're not terribly expensive either and they take a couple of weeks because they're made to order but the quality's great and i'm very happy with what i got so I think uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up. We'll try to keep these things around 20 minutes, and it looks like we're at about 19 now. So I think that's pretty good. Um, I just wanted to get out here tonight and crank this out so that I can get back into this podcasting. I I enjoy doing it, so uh, I'm back into it now. Everything's going to be back on schedule. I hope. So 
I think that's about all for right now. I'll uh, get back to you guys within a week, I'm sure, and I'll have some more news with uh, things that are coming in, new products, things like that. And we'll talk some more about uh, the Warlords of Erewhon because I'm still getting into that book right now and learning about it. So there you go, guys. Have a great week and keep on gaming.